Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast of us. This is episode 6 and we will be covering the first chapter of the game, The Quarantine Zone. In this chapter we get to see uh, the man that Joel has become molded into over uh, 20 years of hardship. As long as we get to meet Tess, uh, Marlene, um, and we kind of briefly get to see Ellie at the very end of the chapter. Um, through this chapter you kind of just run through the quarantine zone. You get your first introduction to spores. Uh, you get to see your first um, infected. You don't see any clickers or anything, but you kind of get a brief introduction. And you get to meet a few other human enemies and fight them. It's just kind of a, a bit of a tutorial in like the I guess, controls of the game. <clears throat> uh, throughout this section, there's a lot of the same newspapers on the ground that you see in Left Behind and whatnot. And I really don't think there's going to be many changes in newspapers throughout this game. Um, there will probably be a couple of changes because of the different locations. Uh, but they kind of cover the same thing. There's the aggravated elephant one and so on. Man that eats his own foot. Um, so uh, another thing is that uh, in Left Behind there's those restaurants in the malls that are called Noodle You can find containers from Noodle in most of the trash piles. Uh, the guards that are scanning and uh, the infected, or the people that are coming back to be tested for infected, and a bunch of the other guards, if you bump into them once, they'll push you, but if you bump into them again, they'll shoot and kill you. Uh, and I'm sure many of you noticed, there's Marlene wanted posters everywhere, way before meeting Marlene, actually. Uh, this wanted poster is for other fireflies and other people, too, of course. But I just thought it was funny that there's so many, and then... All of a sudden, right after you, or all of a sudden before you go ahead and fight Robert and stuff like that, there's one that you have to collect, even though they're all over the place before that. Um, there's so there's also quite a few variations. I think like maybe four or five of the Firefly logo. There's one that just looks like two F's backwards. There's one that looks like a really elongated X with two lines drawn through it, like vertically. Um, there's the one that everybody else has seen. And I think there's one or two variations of that as well. Um, I mean, not a big deal. All, they all look fairly similar, just kind of different styles, I guess. Um, when you get to that gate, when you're trying to get out of the QZ, um, and all that shooting starts to happen, if you just hang out there, you will not get shot. Which is kind of weird, because you run away, and it kind of makes things get roll, I guess. But, yeah, you can just sit there, and nothing will happen. Also, if you, after following Tess back towards that building that you're going to head through, if you don't go in, but you head back to the direction that you came from initially, you will see a couple of guards moving barricades and they'll make threats towards you. When you finally get your own gear, if you look around the workbench that your gear is at, you can find a map of all the safe houses. And there's also seems to be a list of people who owe Joel and Tess ration cards, various other things, and meeting times and locations. Um, there are a few different new books that I noticed. There's one called Together in the Light, and I think there's a few volumes of that. There's How to Draw Criminals, a book called Not a Children's Story. And so throughout this first section of the game, um, there's a lot of the similar reused art on walls. One I think is really weird is a map of Utah, and then also there's a map of what looks to be like public transportation routes for Salt Lake City. 
And then there's also maps of the western half of the U.S. as well. And most of my reasoning for that being weird is that you start off in Boston. Which I guess isn't a huge deal, but it's kind of weird to have Salt Lake City and Utah maps um, in that part of the game, I guess. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so based on what Marlene says to Joel in that, like, she's like, oh, he left you too. It kind of makes me think that maybe Tommy is more, um, uh, sorry, this is about Tommy. <laughs> um, even though he's not in this part of the game, but it kind of makes me think that maybe Tommy is more of a lover, not a fighter. Like, obviously he's fight to protect himself and his family and stuff like that. But doesn't seem to be interested in fighting for the Fireflies. And we kind of know that Joel had a back history of necessarily, not necessarily being a hunter, but doing similar situations. Um, and maybe that's how Tommy ends up with Maria, as they seem to mostly be there trying to help people out. And that kind of seems a better fit for him. If you look at the business hours in a few different restaurants, it looks to be a little odd. Um, even like the pizza places and stuff like that, the hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday to Friday and 8 to 2 on Saturdays. Seems like really crappy hours for a restaurant, especially when that's like pizza and Italian food and that kind of thing that you think would be open later and not open so early. Um, and to kind of coincide with that, the game developers kind of seem maybe they are super into pizza or Italian food as like, let's say, the majority of the restaurants you can find in the beginning of the game are all Italian food. Um, one of the pizzerias has a phone number. I guess a couple of phone numbers on them, but one of them you can like read clearly is 255104, and it's missing a number. It's not faded, hadn't fallen off. It was painted there. It just is missing one of the numbers. Um, there's a parking lot you go to, and it says like $12 parking, but if you actually look at the signs in the booth, it's actually $17. Uh, and one of the other little things I noticed is after meeting Ellie, um, there's a part where you have to climb a fire escape, and once you're at the top of the fire escape, if you look across to the net, like the building across from you, you can see into one of the windows, and there seems to be a glitch or something. There's a shirt there that's on a hanger, it's supposed to be on the floor, but it's like massive. Like the hanger itself is like five feet wide, I would guess, so that makes the shirt probably like seven feet long, and it just looks a little ridiculous sitting on the floor there. Um, so that's mostly the kind of weird stuff that I found in the very first section of the game for uh it's not really the first section but um in this chapter <clears throat> excuse me in this chapter so there wasn't like anything major i find um hopefully in the next section i'll actually be able to find something a little cooler let you spend some time in it as always i welcome criticism i know i'm not don't have the best voice for this kind of thing but i hope you all enjoyed it at least and maybe got a little something, or you can go back and look at these weird little details that I found. Um, and I appreciate you all listening. And hopefully, in another week or two, I'll be finishing up the other one, so or the next episode, so that you'll have that to listen to. All right. Have a good day. Oh, and before I forget, um, I am still doing the giveaway for the copy of the art book. If you are interested in that. Uh, go ahead and comment on one of my posts.
um, on either our gaming or our The Last of Us on Reddit. Um, anybody that comments on any of those, um, once we get to 100 plays on any of the episodes, I will consolidate all the names and we'll do a random drawing and somebody will win a copy of that. So if you don't have the art book yet, which is super fantastic by the way, um, it's definitely good for your collections. Go ahead and enter in that. All right. Thanks again for listening.